Hey everybody, you are listening to the Accelerate Performance Lab podcast, hosted by Accelerate's Director of Experimental Science and Social Media Manager, Riley Witt. You are about to hear from some of the world's leading experts in sports performance and human optimization. From elite scientists to world-class coaches, this is the place to be to accelerate your performance. So, as always, sit back, buckle up, enjoy the ride. Here we go. Welcome back to the podcast. If I'm not mistaken, track is back, baby, with high schools all over the state starting their first official practices. With that said, I decided to record a quick podcast that I think will be super relevant to many of you high school athletes. In this episode, I'd like to share some of the best tips on how to navigate in-season training when you're under a coach's supervision. It's a common question I've been asked, and I'm sure Ben is overloaded with. What do I do if my coach isn't working me hard enough or is making me do a workout that is not right for me. So in no way am I going to say in this podcast that disobeying your coach's orders in any way is ever a good idea, or am I saying that your coach doesn't know what he or she is doing, because that's most likely not the case. But if you do find yourself in a situation like this, I hope that this episode can be of some assistance. I'm excited to be speaking with you today, especially because I've been in your shoes before. My coaches in high school knew what they were doing, but were not as familiar with training an athlete who had such big aspirations. Man, can it be frustrating to have an unstoppable drive to be your best, only to have it squandered by an ineffective workout or training plan? And what's even more frustrating is navigating how to communicate your concerns to your coach. I can say I was in the same shoes as you, but after doing some research and seeking advice from other runners, I learned that I wasn't alone. Many athletes struggle with inadequate workouts and just the feeling that they're not being challenged enough. But I also learned that there are ways to navigate this situation and despite of it, improving your performance. So whether you're a high school runner, a recreational runner, or seasoned athlete, this episode's for you. We'll be discussing how to communicate with your coach adding in additional workouts safely and effectively, and prioritizing your health and well-being along the way. So let's dive in and learn how to take control of your training and achieve your goals, even when faced with an inexperienced coach. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started. The first point I'll be discussing is the importance of communication when working with your coach. It can be challenging to approach a coach and express your concerns, especially if you're worried about coming across as disrespectful or ungrateful. However, it's essential to remember that coaches are there to help you improve and achieve your goals, and you shouldn't have to sacrifice your performance goals because of the fear of disrespect. So here's what I would do. I would start by scheduling a one-on-one meeting with your coach outside of practice time. This will give you both time to have a focused conversation without distractions. Come to this meeting with a clear idea of what you want to achieve from the conversation, whether it is to express your desire for more challenging workouts, to ask for an explanation of why a certain workout is there in your plan, or to request different types of training or specific workouts in your plan. During the conversation, make sure to be respectful and listen to your coach's perspective. Your coach may have reasons for prescribing certain workouts that you're not aware of. By having an open dialogue, you can work together to create a training plan that suits your needs and challenges you appropriately. If you're not comfortable with having this conversation directly with your coaches, I would say, well, 
be comfortable, but consider the help of a trusted mentor, such as a mutual friend between you and your coach or an experienced runner. They can provide advice and support and help you navigate the conversation with your coach. I personally would avoid bringing any other coach into the mix as this could get ugly and not really something you want to deal with. Remember, communication is key when it comes to achieving your goals and improving your performance. Don't be afraid to speak up and advocate for yourself, but always do so respectfully and with the understanding that your coach is there to help you succeed. All right. The second point I'll be discussing is how to add additional workouts safely and effectively, especially if your coach isn't challenging you enough. So let's say you got permission to add workouts on your own. Don't listen to this if you haven't actually received the permission. I don't want to be liable for you saying that, oh, Riley told me to just add workouts behind my coach's back. No, that's not what I'm saying. So before adding any additional workouts, It's essential to assess your current training plan and understand why you feel like you need more. Adding too much too quickly or neglecting recovery can lead to injury and setbacks. So it's important to approach this in a thoughtful and strategic way. The simplest option for adding in some more work is to incorporate more mileage into your plan. This could be as simple as tagging a few extra miles onto the back half of your run, running a longer warm-up and cool-down, Or if you're a well-developed runner, you can add morning doubles or even afternoon doubles once or twice a week. These workouts will help you maintain or improve your fitness level without adding too much stress on the body. Another option is to supplement your training with strength or cross-training exercises. Strength training can help you build muscle and improve your overall fitness while even helping with injury prevention. While cross-training exercises like swimming or cycling can give your body a break from running while still providing cardiovascular aerobic benefits. And finally, you can make some modifications to your easy days by turning them into fartlek or progression style type runs. Along the same lines, the weekend is a great time to add a long run or extra workout as needed. Again, only with your coach's permission. When adding in additional workouts, make sure to listen to your body and adjust your training plan accordingly. Don't be too afraid to take rest days or reduce the intensity of your workouts if you're feeling tired or sore. It's also essential to prioritize recovery and get enough sleep. One of the best ways you can make sure you're recovered from the previous day of training is to measure your HRV. If you want to learn more about HRV or heart rate variability, go back and listen to the podcast I recorded with Dr. Jay Wiles. He really is the world's leader in our HRV measurement and using that for training. So I think it's a very good listen and something that I think a lot of athletes should incorporate into their training. Remember, your health and well-being should always come first. Adding in additional workouts can help you improve your performance, but it's important to do so in a safe and thoughtful way. If you're unsure about how to approach this, without hesitation, seek advice from a trusted mentor or professional coach. As always, feel free to reach out to me or Ben for more guidance on this topic go ahead and shoot us a DM on Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and kind of close out that thought by adding a little bit of piece of information that you need to be conscious of when adding different workouts into the mix. You need to understand what workouts you're doing with your team or with your coach are working on so you can supplement those with workouts that pair and join together with the other workouts in order to create a synergistic boosting effect of your performance. 
So what do I mean by that? Okay, so for example, let's say you're an 800 meter runner that's trying to spike your anaerobic capacity. So the workout you're prescribed in practice was four by 400 at race pace with six minutes rest in between. If you're trying to run a very fast 800, this might not be enough work. So you need to ask yourself, what system are we trying to work with that workout? And when you're adding a second workout, or more reps to the workout, you want to make sure that you're not doing anything counterproductive to what you were just working on. So if you're working on long rest, fast reps, you know you're trying to stimulate your anaerobic system and boost your lactate production. So you really wouldn't want to add more reps with short rest and slower paces because you're working on a complete different system. Now there are some ways that you can get around this, but that's a topic for a different podcast. If you're confused at all of what I'm saying or what you need to work on, it might be a good idea to get your metabolic profile tested at the lab. All right, sweet. Now that we got that out of the way, let's dive into our final point. Prioritizing your health and well-being when navigating adding running workouts while simultaneously being coached. As an athlete, it can be very easy to get caught up in the drive to improve or push yourself to the limits. However, it's crucial to remember that your health and well-being should always come first. If you're feeling burnt out or experiencing any pain or discomfort, it's essential to take a step back and reassess your training plan. This may mean taking a break from running those extra miles or reducing the intensity of your workouts. Remember that rest days or recovery days are just as important as the workout or training days themselves, and neglecting them can lead to injury and setbacks. In addition to physical health, it's important to prioritize mental and emotional well-being. Running can be a mentally and emotionally demanding sport, and it's essential to take care of yourself on and off the track. Remember, you have the power to take control of your training and achieve your goals, even when faced with challenges like inadequate workouts. By taking a proactive and thoughtful approach, You can set yourself up for success and reach your full potential as an athlete. Well, I think that should do it. I hope you found these tips helpful and that you're feeling empowered to take control of your training and achieve your goals. Remember, communication, a thoughtful approach, and prioritizing your health and well-being are the keys to success. Don't be afraid to speak up and advocate for yourself but always do so respectfully and with a clear goal in mind. As a high school runner, you have the potential to achieve great things and make a lasting impact in the sport of running. By taking a proactive and thoughtful approach to your training, you can put yourself in a good position to reach your full potential as an athlete. So with no excuses, go out there and put the work in. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you again next time. As always, if you enjoyed this show, or any of our other episodes, make sure to leave a review and go over to Instagram and drop a follow. We'll see you again next time.